Welcome to the 15th episode of the most serious podcast. In today's episode I talked to Ekta Dikshit ma'am who is a professional psychologist and a life and relationship coach as well. I was very excited to talk to her because I am a big fan of human psychology and uh, why do people do what they do. In this episode we discuss exactly that. We talk all about self discovery, we talk all about psychology, we talk about relationships. We also discuss about the psychology behind social media and how important is it to catch ourselves to be mindful through the whole experience of life. I personally enjoyed a lot recording this episode and I'm sure the experience will be same for you. Let's get into the episode now. Ekta Dikshit ma'am, welcome to the most serious podcast. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much for having me and I think before we begin I would really love to know about what exactly do you mean by the most serious podcast. <laughs> I think I'm going to interview you too for that matter. So you know, what's this most serious podcast? It's a very interesting story and I thought like I'll cover this later when I get to you know many I've done uh, like quite some episodes and then people get to wonder like why did he name it the most serious podcast? because it doesn't have a very serious vibe i don't take very you know intellectual i take intellectual questions i think but i don't take very on point precise you know classroom type questions so this started mm. i called it the most serious podcast because it started as a joke i didn't mean it to be a serious okay. podcast at all <laughs> i started this personal adventure yeah so okay, i I, okay. i just wanted to get started and i i, I did, couldn't think of a name all the generic names were taken so i thought you know this would justify the purpose of doing this podcast let's call it the most serious podcast <laughs> i think that stands out too but i i really love the name by the way yeah i'm glad you like it so ekta ma'am as we discussed i'll call you ekta ma'am till i get comfortable or could call you something else but i really admire first of all i want to thank you for coming on because uh, I just was waiting so keenly to have someone who I can talk about psychology, human behavior, and all of that stuff because I I'm not a very I'm not very active. I am a lazy person who wants to get knowledge, and I believe conversations are the way to go. So thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I think today in day to day, you know, in our in our, in our approach, I think even in our day to day confrontation, we do come across a lot of conversations that are very much. filled with wisdom so i think uh, it i think it's one of the best way to sort of gain more knowledge and also perspective towards different uh, i think different uh, areas so that's great now for the next uh, whatever time we record this episode for 40 45 minutes i'll keenly pick your brain out on topics that i was always waiting to ask people about you know so if you feel like i'm getting too <laughs> annoying with all the precise details so just let me know absolutely yes i'll surely do so <laughs> so acha let's get started with one personal question tell me is there something wrong with me if i can't watch movies i feel i'm like i fell asleep watching a movie last night also and this this constant struggle that goes on with me when i'm trying to do something and it has to you know it is not intellectually stimulating me all the time i just feel like i can i could listen to a 50 minute podcast but i couldn't watch a movie 
which i just get bored of in a you know the starting 10 15 minutes and it it could turn out to be a good movie but i just don't have the drive to watch or binge watch tv shows so what's your take on that so basically you know uh, for all of us how human psychology works is we all have different five senses right and out of all the five senses that we have the the most active is what i'm talking about otherwise we have six senses but talking about the major five senses that we have uh everyone has one sense which is up leveling than the other ones now someone can be a visual learner some can be an auditory learner some can be kinesthetic in their nature so what happens is for all of us we have different sort of learnings we have different adaptation one of um you know our uh, senses uh, works much more and dominates the other rest of the sense so what happens for you is maybe your visual learning um, you know sense is not much more active as your auditory that's why you are more keen in terms of listening to something rather than watching something maybe that does not really excite you maybe that does not really sink in your subconscious mind as a learning learning per se so what happens is uh, for you you are more of an auditory learner or maybe someone who grasps more of the uh, you know information you call it general information for that matter i am so sure even in a normal conversation you might be much more auditory in nature where even if someone is far off having a conversation you would be much more keen in listening to that why because yeah. your auditory is definitely much more active and more powerful than any other senses so uh, there is absolutely no wrong i think um good that podcast came up and we also have uh, you know there are a lot of such apps that read books there are auditory mm. books okay audio books mm. i think uh, over the period of time people have realized that not everyone is a visual learner but let me just give you a fair brief idea that 65% of population is a visual learner the rest are the concoction of all <laughs> so that's what we will love watching movies but not everyone does um that does not excite everyone because everyone's senses are definitely functioning on different frequency for you i think audio uh, is on the higher frequency which is why i think you you're much more inclined towards it you know when i was in uh, I, i i don't know if i remember it correctly 9th or 10th grade so i got into this habit of reading books I read books earlier when I was a child also but I liked reading books and that time I found out these self help books I read authors like Robin Sharma and uh, Paulo Coelho and people like that and I found a very magical vibe associated with those books you know there are moments when you just read and you uh, put the book down and you think about your life so that put me on uh, that road to think about stuff I think that's when I really consciously thought about uh, why people do what they do or why do I what do what I do so and the, and they that brought up a very fancy word called self mastery and i believe you're yeah. a well, i think that's that self <laughs> well i was with that because self mastery was one of um, a term which was being uh, discovered by robin sharma because he truly believes that everyone has a skill to master their own self their potential maybe expand their own horizons so uh, this was basically uh, you know discovered by robin sharma but when you spoke about follow follow let me just give you a little just about uh, how i started you know my inclination towards um, i think books 
was to do with you know when when i was a teen i used to like reading those uh, comic books not comic comic per se but you remember as a child in india we used to get this um, uh, champak books yeah, where yeah, you have these uh, uh. Uh, so i started with champak books um, you know especially during my summer summer vacation i used to actually go and uh, stay at my aunt's place i used to read those champak books i used to literally enjoy because especially during uh, the afternoons right the afternoons uh, in a normal indian household everyone would just go off to sleep take that quick nap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what i would do is i would just lay there by the window and read those champak books and i still remember the moment because <laughs> it was so much refreshing for me we would cover and say that why don't you just take a nap and i would be like no i think this is more exciting so i still remember uh, once i got 21 champak books um, uh, you know which i completed in like i think in a go like in within a week and wow. i realized oh this is exciting and uh, after this i started with uh, polo colo and for me the transformational journey happened uh, when i read alchemist and i think for mm. most people their um, transformation i think more to do with the self mastery what you said was uh, actually began with alchemist because it's truly filled with wisdom it has that sense of uh, you know which puts you into a state to self evaluate that what exactly you know you're doing why you're doing what you're doing and uh, you know one thing that i truly loved about uh, that book was no matter where you go to find out uh, the real jewels of your life i'm not talking about the materialistic jewels but about your values your principles your um, i think the fundamentals of your life so i think um, i realize that it's not somewhere far away from you it's right there within you and you know after you finish the alchemist that's what it teaches you in the end mm-hmm. that he tried to find out what he was looking for all across but then he found right there in his vicinity and that's you know that that's when you start uh, relating things to your personal exactly. life exactly yeah so i think what you said was much more relatable to me and i think for all the audience listening right now for them i'm so sure they they will relate to this fact so like uh, you know and i was talking to one of my friends uh, in the past days and we got started on this abstract idea of self mastery and uh, we talked about like self mastery is obviously uh what is it is it it's a it's a journey i think the best way to put it is it is a journey i think it is self discovery is what you would call it in a very layman's term where you know learn to know yourself okay your values your principles it's it's your own discovery you know yourself mm. you you get to know your your potentials so like do you think self mastery is a point is a time defined point self mastery is, a... is where you master your skills simple as okay. that suppose if you great at decision making okay mm. you self mastery is when you you understand what your strengths are and you master that skill now for for not everyone um the skill that you own and you are master at not everyone will have the same sort of same set of skills that they are great at right right someone might be great at communication like you are someone might be great at say uh, be a good listener someone can be great at making decisions someone might be great at empathy so everyone has different skills 
and when we talk about self mastery in a very layman's term it's just you start mastering your own potential your strengths that's self mastery mm. when you, you expand your comfort uh, zone that's so self mastery how do you like get into that curiosity mode because uh, like for you, you and me we got started on the books and that kind of led to this side of us thinking about why we do what we do but why do you think or do you think uh, most of the people get started on this journey a bit late or uh, when do they get started how do they get started because you must have dealt with a lot of people so do you find a commonness uh, in the experiences that people have regarding self discovery i'll be very honest for everyone it's very different see it's no one size fit all Mm. for some they've been able to discover their own potential at a very young age especially considering my audience base that i have right now they are all filled with millennials okay mm. youth uh, young adults um you know you talk about age group from 15 and so on so you realize that they are they are learning to master their own skills they're learning to master their own strengths they're learning to know themselves that's the point knowing themselves is one of the big thing i think today unfortunately most of them approximately 72% of people really don't know what what do they want in their life or what exactly are their desires their wants or maybe uh, what is it that they look up to you ask your parents and they'll be like ha theek hai jaise chal rahe hain chal rahe hain i mean we are not really sure I mean, I'm just giving a basic example about it, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is we we ask our forefathers, we ask our, you know our family members. Not everyone knows. So when you talk about the self discovery, it's 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 a tailor made thing. It it completely depends on a person when the person thinks. Uh, and what happens when it comes to self discovery, right? When someone comes across an obstacle or maybe a difficult phase of their life. that's when they realize it's time to change it see unless and until you don't mm-hmm. fall into the pit you don't realize you don't realize there's something right. wrong only when you think kyar ye bahut zyada ho gaya hai ab and things are just running out of your hand that's when you realize even for a lot of millennials when they realize oh my god i'm 25 still don't know what do i want to do in my career okay that's when they start exploring their horizons their potential that's when self mastery comes into the picture and self discovery comes into the picture so for me for all these almost more than a decade that i've been in the industry i realize that uh, it's no one size fit all it's very different for everyone uh, it's tailor made depending upon what experience you are going through and it's only your experience that can shape you and change you for people who've experienced something so grave and deep in their life that's when they realize you know mm. let's just transform so for everyone it's different for someone who is at the age of 40 only that time it's like oh you know what okay here's the aha moment i need to change or for someone um, at the age of 15 they realize oh now here's my aha moment i need to change so for everyone your transformational period is different depending upon how much uh, self evaluation you are doing and unfortunately i'll be very honest uh, ripu i am seeing one thing that uh, for a lot of people they don't really do self mast uh, self evaluation they don't give more importance to it you know by the end of the day there has to be this one period where you give to yourself and you tell yourself 
how was my day what did i learn what were the things that didn't work for me and i think for most of us hum just chal rahe hain chal rahe mm-hmm. din kat raha hai we do not wake up with an intention to do abc and the moment when you realize you go through an experience which is very much grave is when your discovery begins that's the point i was thinking about this uh, before it took like a serious turn i was thinking about this question that popped up in my mind like how do how do you differentiate uh, in your clients like uh, when they come up to you or when they message you contact you and tell you ekta uh, ma'am it's it's a middle of the night and last night i realized that yeah now i want to go on a self discovery route and they get that midnight rush of sorting their life out <laughs> and uh, so how do you how do you know that that's not my calling that's just a period of panic wherein i'm trying to no, do but i'll tell you it's usually it's usually to do with uh, when you talk about the calling i'm so sorry to cut you off but i'll just i'll <laughs> yeah. just put something here with a lot of people uh it's never that one moment that hits you it's always uh you know a concoction of lot of experiences in your life that day one day two day three maybe since a year you've been going through experiencing something and now that you think that you need to take a call it's never mm-hmm. one day it's it's always the set of experiences the unpleasant experiences that add up to that one day where someone calls and says you know what this is not working out for me can you please help me so it's never like no one you know for, for even for you everything's going well but one day that you think that maybe you know i need to think about my life or maybe i need to uh, review my life what exactly am i doing it's never that one day you'll think for one day two day three day maybe for a month together and then one day you feel okay i need to uh get into coaching or maybe i really need counseling at the moment so people just don't take call in in a go never do you think it's because of as you mentioned like you deal with a lot of millennials also so do you think it's a cause effect relationship with internet or was it always the same no it was uh, see we can say with um, internet and social media that does add up in terms of influence that it's influencing your life how you're living now for example for a lot of young uh, teens they feel that live in is normal because that's what they see on social media i'm not trying to deny the live in or no live in i'm not promoting that i'm not denying it nowhere i'm just giving an example that how uh, uh, social media has been influencing see for, for us to be honest uh, social media is one of the biggest i think blessing along with some curse depending upon how are you using it are you using it are you abusing it that's the point so mm, for millennials um or youngsters uh it's always about you know when you think uh, you know when you've been experiencing something unpleasant for over a period of time even before social media had come into the picture even at that time of course people would uh, today best part is because of social media i think people are coming um on the forefront much earlier than what we were seeing like 10 to 20 years back at least at that time people at the age of 35 or 40 they would feel yeah i'm feeling midlife crisis at this moment okay and that's when they would come to counseling or maybe coaching that's when they would realize that i am slogging and i'm doing something that does not have my heart mm-hmm. maybe i'm not liking it maybe i'm not enjoying it so for that matter 
I think youngsters in in some way they are definitely um, you know looking at social media and accepting that it's okay to come forward and explore yourself your potential we are creating a group of woke individuals i think your community is filled with those people i really like your instagram uh, community i'm a big fan of it you provide very valuable thank you so much. stuff there thank yeah. you but uh, so i was uh, have you seen that documentary uh, social dilemma on netflix i i did i did and What's i think view? i did this um, i think i did this last lockdown and um, it first of all it blew my mind to be honest because um, i realized it really spoke about a lot of perspective that people don't know it's you know it's 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 uh, behind Uh, the scenes wala situation ah, okay exactly. so for a lot of lot of people they don't know that you been spending like nearly 2 hours 8 hours on social media scrolling through uh, you know your feed but you don't realize it's not it's it's basically consuming you you are not consuming it of course it's there but it's consuming mm. you also and uh, this is how your 2 minutes turns into 2 hours you don't realize hmm. you've been constantly consuming and uh, what best part my take on uh, the social dilemma was this one factor that why people usually see the kind of ads that they see or maybe the kind of um, content that they see if you if 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 you um, you know consumed content couple of times on say some cringe dance or maybe some dialogues that's what you're going to see that's what you are going to come across henceforth because right. Uh, the algorithm has caught you knows what really gets gets your attention mm. and this is what happens um, uh, you know i'll i'll like to put this um, in a very day to day term for not everyone really consumes social media for me i've always been a less consumer i'll be very honest on this though i'm on i'm on social media and i'm i'm now influencing approximately 90000 <laughs> people but um i do not consume content um i just you know i would give say like 10 20 minutes of it maximum in the entire day but i'll not consume but yes i'll make sure that if there you know i what i consume is uh the quality which is if something is really resonating with me helping me in terms of uh, self mastery like you said then i would stay there for a while and i also know that it's a black hole the moment the more i get into it the more it's going to consume me so i need mm. to make sure where to draw the line and unfortunately youth does not know this most of them they don't know this coaches, where to draw the boundary i just want to say coaches don't play and you're a prime example of that <laughs> even dominating social media uh, yeah <laughs> but um, i think one thing because i still remember you know it's all about catching yourself i'll be honest it's all about catching yourself getting into habits that are not allowing you to grow for me i still remember which was i think a couple of months back when i realized it was this period of couple of days and i still know it because i'm someone who was a strong believer of self evaluation of um, self uh, you know like self self what do you call it like self scrutiny is what i mm. say so you scrutinize your actions how are you doing what are you doing is it helping you is it not helping you so i still remember 
a couple of months back i i there were these couple of days maybe i think 3 to 4 days when i literally consumed a lot of cringe content i will be honest cringe mm-hmm. content i just look at it i'll just be oh okay and uh, i realize that okay it's consuming a lot of my time so i had to catch myself and that's what happens if you really want to grow in your life you have to learn the art of catching yourself and that's how discipline comes into the play that you become more disciplined about your life about what you need to focus upon so today i do consume content which are more therapeutic in nature for example i love watching dog videos because it's so therapeutic makes me feel good but i also know where to draw the line mm. so i know after watching it for some time maybe say 3 4 minutes i know i have to draw the line that's it so that's the most important factor learn the art of catching yourself and you know deviating from that and putting yourself into something which is going to help you grow there is term uh, that is very i am sure you are familiar with it a lot and people struggle with it a lot these days i think i do also it's instant gratification and i think it also comes in the horizon of what we are talking about here because catching yourself only gets uh, only is applicable to things that you are that are really gratifying to do in a in the short term because you don't catch yourself not Absolutely. studying <laughs> you you I make sure you make sure if you study it like half an hour if you've done your work job like 30 minutes 45 minutes you'll make sure ha bhai 45 minutes i worked pata hai mereko pata chale 45 minutes no but i'll tell you what in that case i would really since since you love exploring a lot of things in terms of psychology i'll tell you one term which is known as bedtime revenge okay, okay. it's called bedtime revenge procrastination you know what that is uh no basically bedtime revenge procrastination is if you know a, uh, a lot of people you know if they and they spend lot of time on social media scrolling or doing something or maybe just shopping before they go to bed knowing that it's too late but they still do it thinking it's me time mm. you know what that is mm. that is called bedtime revenge procrastination which means that i have done a lot of work i need to have a me time now but what happens it basically makes you believe that again tomorrow is going to come and that tomorrow is going to bring a lot of responsibility and again i have to get into that whole rut so rather i just give my time uh, give myself some time by either scrolling through social media but you don't know that this bedtime revenge procrastination is not really helping you okay even if you want to consume uh, or give yourself the me time why not know a particular boundary that you're supposed to have unfortunately people don't and that's very important so to get off this uh, revenge bedtime procrastination you have to learn that even if i'm giving myself some time there has to be a specific time period shouldn't be beyond say 12 am shouldn't be uh, it should be like say 9 to 9:15 pm something like that so even if you're giving yourself time it's not really going to drain you because mm. the mindset behind this is what people do scrolling is fir se kal aane wala hai fir se kal wahi kaam karna hai fir se i have to get back to the same thing again and again and again i rather just give myself some time Mm-hmm. that's the point that's the mindset that's the psychology behind what people do with that midnight scrolling they i call think it me time that's it. what you uh, talked about like giving yourself a time window 
in which you are consuming that content i have tried that myself also and you know what i found the best part about it it was like i was very conscious of the content i was consuming because i only have 15 minutes i want i don't want to waste it exactly exactly that's the catch and i think that's the secret which we usually don't reveal but i think you revealed it now tada <laughs> so it's like that now <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but yeah that's the, no no it's a good thing i mean for all that's the a- listeners here so it's a good part that even if you give yourself a window you have to know what quality are you consuming ah exactly so, i love yeah. because you definitely don't want to waste watching something that you're not that's not really helping you maybe you're not much interested in the cliche content or maybe the cringe content you don't want to do that oh let me just go through something that catches my attention i want to just be there and watch um, the content i also wanted to talk to you about relationships and i wanted to know like i see this around myself uh, probably in my generation i don't know but uh, people certainly uh, sometimes there are situations when you get to know what the situation is about right so you know why a certain it could be a friend or it could be a parent it could be a cousin it could be a romantic relationship you know what the situation is all about but people have no freaking clue what to do about it so like it it must be a very individualistic approach i think you take on situations but is there something like why people are not as socially uh, what's the right word knowledgeable i don't know accustomed to deal with relationship issues or or i would say inclusive ha ah, yeah i think that's a better word so why do you think that happens a lot okay so if i have to sum this up what you said you basically um, like what you asking is despite of knowing that you are are in a relationship say with with whatever your relationships are your parent your cousin your peers your colleagues your boss your blah 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 and you still do not put yourself all out there is what you're saying okay uh, i believe i believe you know, a, uh, i'm sorry to interrupt you but uh, let me give you let me like more clarify this more so let's say there's a situation wherein i didn't communicate well enough right now i know that i didn't put myself across as clearly as i should have maybe let's say and now i know how the situation uh, turns out okay i know what the other person is feeling but i don't know what can i do right now and i like i see this also like people get want to get impulsive results and it's really hard to empathize for the other person that they don't have it on and off switch and you have to accept the fact that people take time to process things so i i think i find myself and also i have talked to my friends and people find themselves in situations where they don't know like how to react in these social situations what should i say what should i do i'll tell you uh, one thing when it comes to relationship the only uh, issue that we have is that the information is really uh, i would say encrypted mm. what i am trying to put out is not been consumed the same way sometimes ah, it's okay. so it's so misconstrued in nature and that's what happens in any relationship so for example uh, the the example that you gave me right now that you know sometimes we want 2 minute maggi quick quick results 
right uh-huh. so it's like uh-huh. that and uh, when we don't see the results we get very much impulsive so it's not about the other person it's about us because somewhere we do not have uh, the resilience and somewhere we lack the patience so in that case when there are two parties involved and we want the change to happen first of all the change has to be mutual in nature by we create a win win situation for all the parties together also what happens is when you talk about the change right unfortunately we always look at the bigger picture that we want to change in a bigger sense but we forget that that big will need to have baby steps so instead of uh, you know deciding on this bigger change start with small baby steps that today onwards i'll begin with this are you okay with it and then mm. you take step 2 and then you take st- take step 3 you take step 4 and there will come a moment and a time where you'll be like okay i've reached where i wanted to reach and this has a great benefit because some of you you both learn to accept the process is tedious in nature it it's it's not a two minute magic it takes time it takes effort it takes uh, you know lots of persuasion okay and also one that's there that you start believing in the process and also it builds your resilience towards it for you realize that we need to go one thing at a time so for you when you mentioned that you know you want instant results why don't so looking at the bigger picture start taking uh, you know steps that are tiny tiny in nature that you both accept okay which are easy and more um, you know achievable in nature ah uh-huh. You say like today onwards, if if say I'm just giving an example. Let's say if I am um, a smoker who smokes like the entire packet a day, okay. And my partner says I have to stop smoking. So instead of um, you know saying that you know what I'm going to do that, and the partner mm. says that you have to do it right away, why not come to midpoint where you both create a win-win situation for each other, where you say okay, you know what? How about I begin with say three a day four a day and for you both and there will come a point where we will reach the point where there, there there's going to be a non smoking period anymore so here on i mean so what you've done you've built a resilience you've created a win win you've understood that this is more practical in nature instead of being impulsive when you want to change which can look like a mountain right in front of you and pretty right. much impractical on so the, with any relationship uh, yeah. you will have to you will have to get into it that's the point unfortunately i see with uh, a lot of couples they do not get into uh, the action they want to change but actions are missing now mm. what happens for a lot of people actions are missing because just like i mentioned when you look at a bigger picture you overwhelm yourself it's too much to do that's what happens when you decide that you know what today i want to finish this entire book you look at it and you're like oh my god this is too much to handle mm. okay but rather you give yourself something which is much more achievable say i'll finish uh, one chapter a day today which is possible for me so it has to be tailor made you have to so when you talk about relations if you have to work things out it has to be tailor made for both of you It's never one size fits all. Do you think uh, people struggle with, as you mentioned, like taking taking on overwhelming tasks 
also is there a psychological viewpoint on this that people love to take on overwhelming tasks at once yeah see for a lot of people they either think that uh, i definitely want to take up this because one they do have a sense of belief that i'll be able to do it so of course you you know you have a will power that's one second uh, for a lot of people forget that if you looked at something you want to finish it either you believe that you can do it that you have the will to do it and second if you're not able to do it maybe you've not really gave it a right structure and you haven't constructed it well with right approach to it that's why you're lacking behind so when you talk about psychology uh, behind why people take up things which are beyond their potential it's because one they feel ki yaar pata nahi aage kitna time hai kya hai i don't know um i rather want to wrap it up as soon as possible and finish it up but then you forget that when you overwhelm yourself your brain um uh, reduces your functioning and productivity capacity to 50% do you know that so when you look at something which is bigger in nature your brain will reduce its 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 fighting capacity its functioning capacity to 50% wow. that's why it said start taking baby steps small thing at a time now this is what happened with me yesterday i'll tell you because i had a lot of things to finish uh, also because um, i i don't know if you're aware that i've um, i i started with a 21 day personal growth challenge um, yeah. on my um, instagram channel so i had a lot of things to finish so when i looked at the picture and i realized oh my god there's so much to do uh, because one you are running um, an instagram channel so you have a basic things to do like a day to day thing to do apart from that you also have this challenge to finish also you want to make sure that you're reaching out to every single person i do have a team but see for me i realize one thing that what you do is what, what what's your task is going to be your task mm. okay so you have to do your job so for me i realize i have overwhelmed myself so much that i i forgot that i have to chunk it down into small baby steps so then you rectify you rectify mm-hmm. like i mentioned you know ha- get into the act of catching yourself so being a coach to be honest everyone does mistake right even for me humans are fallible and there are chances that even i get into the rut of it so there are chances i need to start rectifying it and what really matters is it's okay to make mistakes but you need to rectify it also after what happened i also came across a medical emergency yesterday and which is why there were a lot of you know um, uh, there was a hustle bustle around the same so what happens i reduced my capacity to function to 50% so because what happens when you look at something oh my god it's too big uh the clarity goes out of toss you don't you can't think clearly you don't make rational decisions you don't mm-hmm. have to function well that's what happens so with the overwhelming part people do feel they get into it because they feel they have the will and they have uh, the capacity to function but here's the catch that if you even overwhelm yourself chunk it down that's the point that was mind blowing and that was the kind of thing that i really wanted to get to know out of this talk and i think yeah, yeah that it felt amazing because i now now it makes so much sense because when you think about this na i i viewed like now it's giving me flashes of times when i have took up work that i was sure that i will not be able to finish but i just gave myself that fall presumption of knowing ki ha ha ho jayega will get to do, do this or ye and then you you get into that guilt also and you can't accept it Uh, because you've taken up that work 
and you can't even do it so i think that's a very dangerous thing but i'll tell you get into the get into the habit of chunking it down and one habit that i i've been having also because i've uh, you know from my growing years i saw my father doing it always jotting down having mm. you know maintaining a diary where you have a planner you know what exactly are the things that you want to finish it's just not this so for example if i say that i have uh just the 21 day personal growth challenge what are the things that i'm supposed to do i'm going i'm going to brief it down uh, into what are the matters i'm going to talk about then you you chunk it down to the write up and then you chunk it down to the audio recording then you chunk it down to publishing it so you know what you do is your mind you're creating a mind map for it so this after the other and the other and the other so what happens it gives you more clarity you know that you've given yourself much more measurable goal than uh you know something that's going to blow you off completely and suppose if i tell myself i have to finish this this challenge i have to do this but then i i don't chunk it down i'm going to be like this is so much to do yeah this is so much to do and i'm just going to be there literally crying over it that there's so much to do and i've reduced my capacity i don't have the clarity i don't know what exactly to do i might mess it up but what mm. about you chunk it down there will be time that even when you chunk it down you will not be able to finish it off one of the things that i really want to talk about this is uh when you take up tasks that overwhelm you you tend to procrastinate so your procrastination has nothing to do with your timing it's to do with your your skill management mm. it's how are you you know putting it down if right. something takes uh, you know less than 5 minutes do the task first that's how mm-hmm. you kill the procrastination so say for example you have list of things to do but if out of all the tasks if something is going to take 5 minutes to finish let me wrap that up okay that's the thing also you have to play a lot of reward system when you do the um, you know uh, with with the uh, overwhelming yourself like i mentioned about the chunking it down right when i finish certain task i i i just take it take it off that okay checklist done and when you look at that checklist that oh you're done with this it basically acts as a reward system in your mind that i finished this i can finish this as well that, like the step 2 as well so it boosts your productivity it doesn't overwhelm you because it gives you much more practical approach to work and also it puts you into a state where you know it's it's pushing you out of your comfort zone you know you're mm. okay checklist done 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 <laughs> and i have a habit of before i go off to sleep when i chunk things down it gives me a sense of uh, euphoria where i know i finished everything today and then you sleep with that peace so it's very important also for a lot of people why do overwhelm themselves is because they want to finish 10 tasks a day don't do that take two but give your heart to it make sure that you always choose quality over quantity hmm i think it makes sense now that i think about it because you don't ever actually get much done and you constantly yeah. start doubting yourself you think about all of these crazy situations that could end up happening you keep imagining scenarios that could go wrong and you're not really doing the work mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that, that's the craziest part of it. So I, I probably it's the right, wrong question to ask you because I think it would go on for a long period of time. But I really wanted to get your viewpoint on this before wrapping it up. So why do sure. you think 
we crave uh, attention so much like even even the people that deny it or maybe reach a point when you don't but i think uh, is it something in human biology is it something the way our mind works that we are always trying to get to the center of attention or we're inherently wired to be at the focus of people or or how do you well, view it in that in in that case everyone uh, i'll tell you something about this so hmm. for everyone why we seek more attention is because your self worth is low when right. your self worth is down okay you do not want to seek attention and you good with it for hmm. not everyone uh, who say is being chattering maybe you are in a setup of group or maybe you know you're there together if someone see there are two kind of approaches of course someone is going to come up and speak to you because mm. uh, you know not speak to but just generally con- you know conversate and get into the chattering mode for different reasons one of course someone who has the knowledge and someone who just wants to put out with no need of validation or seeking approval from someone else so in that case they know that your self worth your self esteem is great and good all good and uh, everything to go what there's someone else who you are talking about is about um, seeking approval attention that's mm. when w- this is when your self esteem is down this is mm. when you think you are not great at something and now coming back to why this happens is because uh, you you the person that you are is basically a concoction of your experiences your exposure your upbringing um, and the kind of mindset you've been fed with okay so suppose from your your growing years you know um you've always been said that you're not that good, good enough or you're not good enough at something or maybe you've been said that you know what you're not great at math mm-hmm. and what happens is during your growing years uh, maybe once or twice or thrice someone just said that uh, ha yaar i mean you know you're not that great at math maybe sahi nahi hai what happened with the regular uh, approvals from someone else and even for you with the self check is what we we talk about you have confirmed the belief system that you are not great at math because you messed up couple of times okay so when you talk about the approval uh, or seeking attention there are different approaches to it like i mentioned it's no one size fit all everything because psychology is tailor made your mindset mm-hmm. is tailor made everything right. because uh, how you're getting influenced during your growing years your parents are the most influential people around you then your teachers so the kind of exposure you've been getting that shapes you and your mindset and that's how you the kind of approach you have towards life shows up the kind of exposure that you have but the best part you know i'll tell you in your growing years you always have the choice you always mm-hmm. have the choice to uh, let things uh, you know what what to basically think in something that's going okay. to allow you to grow or no so talking about uh, the matter that we were talking about uh, that is attention right so a lot of people seek attention one is to just give out the value and you know strike conversation with people and there's person b who uh, you know tries to grab attention because lack of self worth lack mm-hmm. of self esteem lack of uh, you know seeking approval and validation from someone else 
and when we talk about the seeking of approval and validation that comes from so everything stems from your low self worth that you don't mm-hmm. believe in yourself and uh, when you talk about the the lack of self worth that again you know boils down to how you've been exposed in your life what right. kind of influence you've had what kind of exposure and experience you've been through and what you've been fed here in your mindset so i think very unfortunately kids <laughs> don't yeah. uh, know how to filter the information so that's why it said that you know as a child it's very important uh, no as a parent it's very important to give out information to your child which is going to allow them to grow mm. and uh, because for whatever they hear it's going to be a matter of truth to them they don't know the art of filtering today if someone say for example um, you you believe for since childhood you believe that you know you're not good at singing you're not good at singing you're not good at singing and if someone comes and says that yeah you know what you're not good at singing and then you stop that and somewhere when someone comes and says some day you're just singing and someone says you know what you're good at singing yeah why don't you try it you're not going to take in that information because since childhood you've been fed i am not good at singing mm-hmm. so what happens is when something is repeating time and again when any sort of information is being repeated that forms your belief systems and based on your belief system is when you seek approval and attention or you don't seek approval or attention uh i think the most appropriate answer and i am sure people will uh, i am sure relate people will benefit yeah? <laughs> yeah i don't know if i relate, relate to, it. to it as well uh, yeah uh, but i am sure what's your take will... on that when you talk about attention then what do you think about it so i would really love to know your approach to it as well i don't know <laughs> I what do you think... think why people do seek uh, seek attention if you have to do you seek attention that's the point <laughs> do i seek attention i seek attention from people that i admire i think probably that's the point like i would want to i don't know if it's a conscious or an unconscious process but i would definitely enjoy the attention of people that i admire because that would make me feel important and i don't know if yeah. that is something yeah that everyone has so or if you if you noticed yeah. if you noticed i'm sorry to cut you off but if you noticed if you you just mentioned that that would make me feel important which means somewhere here at the back of your head you feel fine i'm not that important but if i right. get the approval and attention of someone i admire or maybe mm. i'm a fan of i feel good so again you you're feeling good because of the external factor right now because you believe that you are important irrespective of whether you get someone's attention or no see for a lot of people they don't care about someone's attention because their uh, their their self worth is extremely high and good mm-hmm. uh, also if that self worth if you don't know where to draw the line can actually turn into ego okay right. so if you think that i am enough and uh, you know i am important you are not going to see you are not you know your worth yeah so uh, your worth is not defined by someone's attention or no that's the point okay right. so your worth uh, someone else's attention does not define your worth but right now like you just mentioned that for people you feel um, and you admire you really look up to so their attention makes you feel good which means somewhere 
you are uh, you know letting someone else define your self worth mm. isn't it i sure am now can you relate to it yeah <laughs> yeah okay that's great i think my psychology is working well <laughs> <laughs> yes yes psychology is definitely working well so yeah. i now i i i would never want to put an end to this conversation and i i think I wouldn't know of the people that listen to this. We can have a part two of this conversation, by the way. We can have a part two of this conversation again. Totally have. We'll have many parts of this conversation, but I'll definitely be in touch with you now. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. It would be my pleasure too. We'll we'll have you again. We'll talk about a lot of more stuff. But I think yeah. First of all, like I want to thank you because uh, I can now remember this conversation as a journey from starting. to my childhood talking about how i stumbled upon self mastery to knowing your story that was that was a pretty <laughs> awesome mini uh, description i think i really enjoyed it that's great that's great i'm so glad to be here and to be honest i'm uh, extremely extremely delighted to share um, the view my opinion and uh, a basic value to all the mm. listeners right now because if you can take up something from your please do because it's just going to make you and turn you into a better person that's all and that's what i think my motive even in terms of um instagram channel is and even on my youtube i've been trying to give out the value because if it it can help you transform certain areas of your life i think there's nothing like it nothing like it you're doing a pretty good job right now and i'm sure you'll be on the up <laughs> and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you ekta ma'am we'll definitely bring you on again and i hope we have another intellectually stimulating or i don't know psychologically active conversation i think yeah in, in intellectually and emotionally stimulating conversation yeah, yeah of course why not thank so, you so much for doing so this thank you for having me Thank yeah, you thank, for you. Me. thank you. It was really my pleasure to uh, get into a conversation with you. And with this, we conclude this really awesome conversation. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back again with another great episode.